To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's have a look at Kainga Aura and healthy home standards, which are, according to the ACT Party, nothing but double standards. So Active put out a press release um, saying that the healthy home standards are actually just double standards. Um, they're talking about the government giving themselves an extra two years than private landlords to get their homes prepared um, and that they're still not on track to meet that target. Uh, they say, and this is Brooke Van Velden who's standing by, yet when landlords last year asked for an extension because of ongoing COVID restrictions, uh, preventing them from completing the necessary work, the government ignored them. Now we can drill into some of the stats that we have here. Uh, it's slightly over half of all Kainga or homes now meet those new healthy home standards. Uh, so joining us to explain more and what they would have done differently or what they think should be done from here on in is the ACT Party housing spokesperson, Brooke Van Velden. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. G'day, Brooke. So, um, look, the, the state is the largest landlord in the country, 68,000 homes. Isn't it reasonable that they would have given themselves a little bit of extra time, a bit of wiggle room to get things done? Oh, look, no, I don't think it's acceptable that, you know, you have a government passing laws and saying, uh, you know, we're going to create these new healthy home standards and we're going to give everybody a, a certain time frame. Uh, but for ourselves, uh, we'll give ourselves an extra bit of time uh, because actually I think it's easier for them in some regards uh, because they are so big. They're able to you know, have contracts uh, with people who are builders uh, to do multiple homes all at the same time rather than your standard mum and dad landlord who might have one or two homes. So any builder or contractor is going to go for those larger uh, uh, projects. Uh, but what I really do think is wrong here is that it is a double standard. You know, they gave themselves that extra time frame. And when you see uh, the director of Kainga Ora's statement uh, in the news yesterday, he just said, well, we're going to do as much as we can uh, to meet uh, the deadlines. But they didn't say that they would meet mm. the deadlines. And they've also given themselves additional funding to now try and really meet those deadlines. And I just don't think it's acceptable uh, that you have a government that is dividing New Zealanders. Okay, and okay saying, so, so, so hang on. So, landlords are bad people. So you don't want them to have extra funding to try and meet those deadlines? What do you want? Well, what we'd really like to see is not a Band-Aid which is what this government's trying to do, you know. We want people to live in warm, dry, affordable homes. Everybody wants that. Uh, but what they've tried to do is place restrictions on people and added costs on people and said, if you want to rent out a home, it has to meet these types of standards. I think what would be better is if we actually had proper resource management reform, we had proper Building Act reform, so it didn't take so long to build homes. Uh, because really what the problem is, is lack of supply. If you ended up in a situation where you had more homes than you had renters, you would be so able we've to never, say... So we've never built homes as quickly as we have in the last few years, but you still say that hasn't been quick enough? Well, we need more homes because we don't have enough homes for the number of people that want to live in them. So you do need more homes to be developed. But the point here is that if you had more homes than the number of people, landlords would be in the market of competing for renters, and you would see those types of standards be implemented voluntarily. As people are trying to will people to, to sign a, a, an agreement or a rental agreement with them. Um, so I think what's ended up happening here is we still have a limited number of rentals, 
Uh, we have a huge number of people uh, needing assistance from the government for their rentals. Uh, we've forced up the price of the rentals by imposing these costs on landlords. Uh, and at the same time, we're not building enough homes. So we need to fix the problem of how do we build more homes mm. rather than saying landlords are bad people. They're not creating uh, homes to the standard we want. Let's put more costs on them and raise rents for people up and down New Zealand. I guess it's a chicken and the egg thing because in a constricted market like this where there's a shortage of rental properties, um, isn't it just a fact of life we have to have enforced standards for homes because you know we, we haven't quite got the freest market we'd like because of the the, the struggle. So it's, I mean, which what do you support regulation at the time uh, right now? No, I don't support the regulation. You know, I think they should have given landlords extensions um, for people who couldn't meet uh, the timeframes that were given for last year. Um, but I also think that you know we need to support people being able to be in houses. Um, what they have done by imposing these healthy home standards is constrict the market further. And so you have people who might not be putting out their homes because uh, it needs to meet a higher standard. Um, and if we have people literally living in the streets, living in cars and garages, it's better to have a home than a really, really expensive home. So they've forced up the cost of where people can live. And I think in some instances, people should just have the ability to have a home at all. OK, Brooke, does this does this match up with the stats? So 161,000 homes have been built since Labor came into office. So that's in the last five years. Uh, National were in office for nine years and they built 157,000 homes during that period. So the stats don't seem to match up with the rhetoric as far as what you're saying. Well, I think we need to see even more homes. I mean, one of the biggest costs for building a new home uh, is how long it takes to get consent. Um, So if we can drive down that type of cost, we can make it cheaper for people's mortgage, their interest rates going into the future, and how much it's actually going to cost them to rent out that home in the future. Uh, I think that's really important because we do have a constrained market still. We still have an exploding wait list for emergency housing. You know, there are, there are tens of thousands of people and it's increasing every day wanting assistance from the government. Uh, now, we need people being homed. Uh, we need people in more houses. And so we say, let's build more homes. Let's create a market where there are more homes uh, than renters. And then it becomes in the interest of a landlord to to put in place their own okay. voluntary measures for it, what their homes look like. In your press release, uh, you've talked about the healthy home standards as being, quote, nothing more than over-the-top regulations. And yet there are various different reports that estimate as many as 50% of the houses in New Zealand are damp and mouldy. So, so once again, you, you wouldn't want those regulations at all? Well, I think the regulations are, are overcooked. I mean, if you actually go and talk to any landlords around the country, uh, you, you see what this looks like in effect. You have people who have warmer, drier, safer homes uh, being rented out than they actually live in themselves. It's really expensive to put these costs onto people. So would Kiwis have been better off if private landlords hadn't had to have updated the healthy home standards? I I suspect we would have seen uh, lower rents because ultimately what happens when you put another cost uh, onto a producer you end up with that cost needing to come from somewhere. And so we know that landlords have put up rents because they're trying to recover some of those costs, and it's going to get worse. You know, the interest deductibility limitations that the government passed earlier this year uh, just shows uh, that over the next four years, landlords are going to have another $5,000 cost per year 
that cost is also going to come from somewhere, and that's going to come from the tenants and the renters. And the government knows this. It knows that every new burden that places on a landlord comes from the renters, and it pushes up rents in a constrained market. All right, thank you very much. That's the act deputy leader, deputy leader as well as whatever I said. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You managed to turn it into one word, which was nice. Um, um, Bre- Bre- <laughs> you didn't put a B in, so that's good. You could have said deputy leader. I could have. Mm. Uh, thank you very much, Brooke Van Velden. And then they had for everyone else. So the government's deadline is July 2023. Uh, one other thing that it is worth knowing is that the boss of Kangaroo. Uh, said that the pace of work to get those homes up to standard has tripled in the past year and has gone from 180 homes per week a year ago to around 550 homes per week last month that are being done up with those new healthy home standards. So is it fair enough? And you might be a landlord and you've got some uh, strong hot takes on this one. 0800 Is it fair enough that the government has longer than private landlords to get those houses up to scratch for the healthy home standards. Give us a bell. We'll go head-to-head right after the break. 29 minutes to four on Newstalk ZB. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.